Hello and welcome to another episode of Interview with a Schizophrenic. I'm your host, Duncan Tamrisinger, and today, well, this evening, I have Al, and Al is from Bosnia. He's in his early 30s, and last year was diagnosed with schizophrenia. So, Al, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing fine. I'm glad to be part of your show. Right. I really like your idea. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, Al, I want you to tell us about your mental health journey from the beginning, um, what you went through, how were you treated in Bosnia. If you'd like to talk about that, that'd be fantastic. Uh, well, actually, I think I inherited this condition from my mother. Uh, she was diagnosed in her 20s. And I've been actually told I acted uh, in a weird way, even as a baby, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't uh, laugh or, or cry. I would just stare at one spot. So I, I also exhibited uh, strange behavior growing up as uh, in my elementary school, in high school. Uh, and, but I think my, uh, Symptoms skyrocketed in my late teens when I was like 17 or 18 years old. Uh, but I never thought that, that I had schizophrenia. I, I just thought I was, I was normal. I was living a normal life. I never wanted to be like my mother. Yeah. I thought I was, I was better than that. So uh, I actually signed up for uni. I enrolled in a uni and I got kicked out because of my strange behavior. I made an incident once and I got kicked out. But later I uh, started another uni. I actually managed to finish it somehow. And then uh, I was unemployed for a few years. And then I finally managed to find a job. But I was also kicked out because also I exhibited strange behavior and I kind of harassed my colleague. And uh, so I got fired, which led to my first suicide attempt. And uh, then I was admitted to a hospital. And uh, then I went to a psychiatrist. And then I was diagnosed in 2019. OK, man, that's quite a tough history you've had there. Um... How, how are you coping at the moment? Well, uh, how should I put it? I'm pretty fine. I I accepted it. I accepted my destiny. And uh, I'm trying to, to live a normal life as much as I can. Uh, even though it's not, not, I'm not doing greatly at the moment, you know, just having these... Uh, strange ideas and, yeah. and so forth and it's hard to 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 go to a psychiatrist because of, of the corona situation yes so do you want to talk about your strange ideas you don't have to if you don't want to well yeah i had like uh, everyone else i had uh, these delusions and stuff like that now, the, the early earliest one i can remember is that like I had a, some kind of a computer in my brain, uh, 
that was doing calculations and telling me stuff to do and or I don't know I thought I was I thought everybody was in love with me or everybody hated me or stuff like that just like the basic it's important you know these are illusions yeah. these yeah but these experiences I think it's important to talk about them because we don't get a chance um, in normal everyday life to do that because even today I had a delusion I thought that um aliens were hacking my phone and put, playing a joke on me but later in the evening when I calmed down I realized that it was just a mistake I made you know but I when I I did I did ha and I'm you know I'm old and wise now but I still had that delusion and it, I, it was scary yeah definitely i mean the the uh, when you get older you you somehow learn how to to recognize it and snap out of yeah. it you know yeah. like when i was younger I, I i would my delusions would last for like years and now they last for like an hour or two because i i managed to snap out of it somehow because i know that that uh, i'm going to get in trouble for thinking like that eventually so you kind of learn how to uh snap out of it i guess you get older and wiser and have more experience with it i mean do you want, do you want to tell us about the feelings you had when you were younger when you had a delusion what it felt like well it didn't feel like anything abnormal you know it just felt like i thought everybody had it i thought everybody else thought like that or everybody else had a computer in in their brain or something like that so it was just a no, normal part part of my uh of my personality i thought i even thought i was i was uh smarter than everyone else so it's not like mm -hmm. that the stuff like that hurt me in any way because i, I was totally oh. obsessed by it it's like I never thought that, that, that it was an illness or something like that. But I think it's important to hear you know, your experiences. What, what? How did you feel in hospital and and that and the way you were treated? Well, that was a, a really short treatment. It's not like I was treated for a mental illness. I was just treated because I, I, I overdosed on the medicine, yeah. you know, so I was uh, given IV and stuff like that. So I wasn't treated for schizophrenia. I was just given, a, how do you call it, like like a paper to, to go to a psychiatrist really? after that. So I All went right. to a psychiatrist on my own because I knew there was something wrong with me. I just, I, I sit, sat down and... and I re-examined my life and I realized that there was something wrong. And uh, so I went to a psychiatrist and that was it. How was the psychiatrist? Uh, it was pretty bad. I, I didn't think she was really uh, interested in hearing my problems or finding the solution so they mostly work based on based on a template so it's like oh okay this and this 
here, try this medicine next. You know, you, I was just like uh, just one of hundreds of people. So it's not like you know, she, you know, she took her time to, to, to really listen and, you know, and uh, help me. But, you, you know, in my experience in England, um, you know, England, the great, great country, even the psychiatrists we have in, in London, they're not that great, man. They they just they just um okay yeah you're you're hallucinating have a higher dosage or you're feeling too drowsy cut the dosage down you know it's like anybody could do it right they don't they don't say okay well you know I I think I think there's much more there's much more finesse to it if they really wanted they could say okay well there's there's this new atypical antipsychotics that have come out. We want to try you on Latuda. Um, if you if you get any side effects, we've got some medication for side effects. They don't say that. They just they just make me take the same old medication year after year, and all they can do is change the dosage. You know, it's it's terrible. It's horrendous. Absolutely yeah, definitely. Horrendous. I agree, but I I don't hold grudge grudge against them. It's like. They have a lot of work. They're overworked, underpaid. They, uh, you know, they have hundreds of patients. It's it's a free healthcare, uh, so it's like like not like you're gonna get the best out of best. If you want best, you probably have to pay for it. I I know what you mean. Like I went with my mother, and she had uh, she had severe side effects from her medicine. Yeah. And they they did, didn't care. They just said, well, well. What can you do? And and I actually read the side effects of the medicine. It said it's like it can lead to death. So yeah. I personally started looking for another solution. So maybe another psychiatrist, maybe a different medicine, or maybe uh, re uh, reducing the dosage and stuff like that. So you just have to have to accept that they it's a free healthcare, and you're not gonna get the best. Uh, best service, and you have to find solutions of your own. Sometimes, you know, I suspect, I suspect that it's probably more advanced in America. You know, I think because that's where they, that's where it all happens. You know, I suspect it. Like in, if say, if you went to a psychiatrist in New York, I bet you they're they're pretty good. I reckon. You know? Well, probably, you know, the, the Western society is definitely more uh, advanced, uh, especially compared to Europe and Eastern Europe. Like, mm -hmm. for, first of all, uh, in my country, personally, uh, mental health is a great taboo. Mm -hmm. So if you are mentally ill, you are seen as a alien or uh, I don't know. A monster or something like that not, not just schizophrenia but generally and schizophrenia is mm. like the most I don't know most infamous disease ever in my country <laughs> they call it a uh, cancer of the soul mm. so you can imagine what people think about <laughs> it and uh, you know first of all the great difference is in treatment but the mm. first thing that that uh, that is kind of like the same in America and Europe is the detection of this illness, the diagnosis. So there there aren't any 
mechanisms of detection in uh, in schools in uh, you know in hospitals police departments and so on so it's it's hard to 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 uh determine who is mental ill from schizophrenia yes definitely. for example yeah. if, if if a student is acting strangely in school it's highly likely maybe maybe he has schizophrenia but nobody's going to like uh help him in any way that's uh that's my personal experience so you know i was always treated as a clown or a weirdo or a alien or something like that so first of all there isn't any uh mechanism of, of detection that's the same problem in in advanced societies progressive societies and other ones you know mm. but uh the second thing is actually uh the, the treatment the treatment is much better in the uh, western world i think mm. uh they the medicine are better uh there are a lot of different medicines better psychiatrist and there is a lot of uh there's a lot of support you know from society like employment programs there there's none of that, that in bosnia uh there's a disability there isn't any disability in bosnia i mean there is but it's really hard to get uh and it's negligible you get like i don't know 50 dollars a month or 100 dollars a month which is which is nothing mm -hmm. and uh the only thing that helps in my society at least is the, the the support of you know family friends people who are close to you so that that's a little bit uh differs in in, in bosnia is that friends and family are more likely to support you everything else is a disaster but I think globally it's going to change. I think it's going to, going to get better because there, there are no new treatment options and uh, uh, people are talking more about it and uh, there are many uh, scientific researchers and so on that are helping. Yeah, man. I, I, you've got a good... You know, you come across as like, a, as like a really good man, you know? I wouldn't call you anything like the words you've described you know, I mean, I think, I guess it's maturity, isn't it? You've, and you, you've become sort of an observer of your own life, if I, if you know what I mean. Well, to be honest, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little bit exaggerating as well, but uh, you have to realize that, you know, my society, Bosnian society, it's pretty uh conservative you know mm. it's it's a little bit you could even call it backwards mm. so when a person has like these uh some strange views strange ideas they are better accepted in in, in for example america you know you because know it's you, a pro progressive society and when you have yeah, a little bit america what excuse me yeah, and America, I would say, yes, is progressive. Um, even even England, you know, is still we're still struggling with this. You know, um, I would say that um, there's a lot of movements, but it's but schizophrenia is not often talked about. 
it's like the forgetting, forgotten illness. Nobody really likes to talk about it. So, um, yeah, so, I yeah. guess uh, European society is get, is generally uh, similar all around mm. compared to like America and Canada. They're a little bit more progressive. Al, you know, I think I think we're going to wrap this up early because we're having problems. But I want to ask you to say, is there anything else you'd like to say that we, we haven't covered yet? Well, uh, I, I uh, actually want to talk about my future. Um, Go for it. Well, right now, it's like I'm having this... Uh, I have this wish, so to say. Uh, actually, I want to... Uh, my plans for the future is I want to have a more, my own apartment and just to be able to hold down a job. So okay. I'm working on it, but um, actually I'm being uh, uh, held down by uh, cognitive problems. So what I actually wanted to, to emphasize is the, the problem of, of, of uh, you know, pro co cognitive problems in schizophrenia. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, I know. Memory. Uh, they, and, uh, they, they tend to get worse as you as you get older, yeah. and that's what I'm struggling with now. And uh, you know, I just I'm too confused and and uh, forgetful, and uh, I I find it hard to focus and stuff like that. So so being able to help, uh, hold down a job is pretty much impossible, you know. Mm. So that's what. I think that research in schizophrenia is going to it's going to have to go in this direction uh, to help many people struggling with this disease. And uh, the problem is that medicine doesn't help with it. You know, medicine only helps with positive symptoms, symptoms, hallucinations, and stuff like that. So. That's what I actually wanted to uh, emphasize. You know, I can tell you something. When I started my job after mm -hmm. seven years of unemployment, it was really hard, but my brain got sharper. You know, my brain got sharper when I was doing the job, you know, because I had to think, I had to concentrate, you know. So you, I, I think... I think you just have to be brave and just go for it, and then you 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 you'll find you'll find strength, you know, you'll find strength that you can actually do it and 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 conquer it, and your brain will get stronger, you know. Uh, what I uh, what helps me is that I uh, exercise and I eat healthy, and I think that's my advice for everyone else struggling with this disease it's uh, imperative to exercise and eat healthy that really helps with, with all of the symptoms it, even with the side effects of schizophrenia like sometimes you get get anxious or, or depressed or stuff like that and uh it really helps exercise no, eating healthy and, 
yeah, exercise is healthy. Definitely, those are important factors. Um, but you know something? I just got annoyed that there's a lack of good role models for people with schizophrenia disorders. And it's just frustrating. And I just, I just want to improve the image of schizophrenia and give, give people who are diagnosed, I just want to give them hope, you know, that they can, that they can be something better than what they, than what they might have been thinking about. You know, they can, they can achieve what they want to achieve if they really just go for it, you know? Uh, you know what I think about it? It's like, uh, the main reason we are so ostracized by society because society is so one-dimensional, you know. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that is respected is like the average Joe. Yeah. You know, the, the guy who has a, the average job, two kids, wife, house in the suburbs, and everything that is different than that is uh, ab ab abnormality. I think we, we have... Uh, persons with schizophrenia i think we have some uh, some unusual gifts i think yes. the, the guy the first guy from the interviews frank talked about yeah. it a little bit yeah. that uh, we have like maybe a gift to uh communicate with the spiritual world something like that there, mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk about it a lot of people talked about it, like terence mckenna alan watts and so on mm -hmm. so I think we should embrace our, uh, you know, eccentricity, the, the fact that we are, we are different. We have a different way of, of thinking. And I think that uh, society should also accept us as different people. Yeah. You know, I think we have some, some, uh, some kind of thinking yeah, no, that definitely. maybe could help people in some way. I mean, uh, my, and when, yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, I, I, wouldn't it? I think whenever I, I uh, embraced my weirdness, my eccentricity, I was happy. And I was, mm. I was even better accepted by people. And whenever mm. I, I tried to be like an average Joe, I, I just failed miserably. <laughs> so I think that society shouldn't really be focused too much on, on treating schizophrenia and making us, turning us into average Joes. Maybe just a little bit, you know, but uh, I think we, it should also learn how to accept us because I think we are unique in some way. Yeah, if anything, we can open the minds of just regular people, you know, that that schizo people with schizophrenia experience phenomena, which is beyond current accepted norms, you know, you know, what we experience it's, you know, it's some strange stuff there, you know? So I, I think, uh, you know, if it's spirituality, whatever, you know, I think um, I think people could learn about it because at the end of the day, life is pretty short. Life gets fast. Life can go pretty damn fast. And and we don't, we don't stay on earth forever. We go somewhere else, you know? So if we, that, that's the end game. So perhaps people with schizophrenia, have a slight advantage in the end game because we we experience this stuff before before we um before we die, you know. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we have some some sort of unique brains 
you know, that we understand reality and we observe reality from a from a dis- different perspective. And I think th- that people should actually learn how to appreciate it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. We are not like hundred percent lunatics or something. <laughs> like that. Yeah, man. Okay, man. What I let's wrap it up. What what um music do you like that I can add up to the end? What kind of do you like um, electronic or rock or pop music or cl- should, should I give you like a specific song or just a music just, genre? Just a genre, no. Well, uh, yeah, you can you can electronic music or house, some kind of house at the end. Do you like energetic or kind of? Yeah, something like a happy something. Yeah, you okay, can cool, dance cool. to or something like that. Okay. Okay, okay, thank you very much. You know, I would love to speak to you again. Perhaps if we, um, maybe next year, if you've got a computer, we, you know, we'll have a, another, another proper interview. You know, if you're interested, it would be fantastic to speak to you again. Um, it was a pleasure to speak to you tonight. Um, I think you've, you have got some interesting insights and it just adds to, the, to, the, to this um, spectacular discussion that we're creating. You know, I think... You know, it's just, we just need to get, we just need to talk about what's inside us um, from having this unusual disorder, you know, so absolute pleasure to speak to you, Al. Sure, thank you for having me. I really like your show and uh, uh, I'm glad I was uh, given a chance to express my uh, point of view. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Oh,
drama, drama. Hey, I'm starring in this drama, drama.